Now, you might feel all doom and gloom when it comes to the I word, inflation, but there might actually be signs already that things are looking up again. Sam Dickey from Fisher Funds has some nuggets of hope for us. Hi, Sam. Hey there. How's it going? I'm very well. I'm even more excited now that I know what you're talking to me about. So what are you seeing globally? <laughs> yeah, so uh, I mean, just to remind us what the big drivers have been, and if we use the U.S. as a proxy, um, that's been driven by food, shelter, so housing, industrial commodities like steel and copper, wages, and, of course, oil. So if we take a closer look at some of those, we've seen steel prices in the U.S. and China fall, uh, fall 10 to 20% over the last few weeks. Copper, which is often called Dr. Copper because... He's good at uh, predicting the health of the economy has fallen 10 to 15% in the last few weeks. Lumps down 50%. Global shipping freight rates have fallen 30% in the last few weeks. And even wheat and corn prices as proxy for global food prices have fallen 10 to 15%. And then we kind of move on to housing or shelter. I definitely don't want to talk about the housing market here, but I think we all know that the housing markets are softening possibly quite significantly. So that inflationary impulse should wane too. And the last one is wages. And if we take tech, for example, and that's really been at the apex of wage inflation globally, um, <clears throat> it was a couple of months ago, you could not hire good tech people in the US for love nor money. Now, just two short months later, we've seen layoffs from companies like Netflix. Um, Snapchat has said they're going to do more with less and giants like Twitter, Facebook and Uber are implementing the hiring freezes. So really astonishing how quickly that worm has turned. What's brought this on? Uh, I think it is, um, <clears throat> I think that the pent-up demand to consume stuff we had coming out of COVID is waning. And, and I do think the sharp interest rate rises that are priced into the curve, not just the, the interest rate rises that you know, the Federal Reserve has already done, but the, you know, the 6, 7, 8, 9, 10 interest rates that are priced into um, forward interest rates and therefore mortgage rates are starting to bite. So are we freaking out a little bit too much, do you think, about inflation then? I think so. I do think so. Um, The one thing I would say is, well, the one thing I think we've learned since COVID is that macroeconomic indicators move at light speed. So, and why is that? Because there's been huge imbalances. You know, the economies are not designed to run at you know, minus 50%, plus 100%, um, and have huge liquidity pumped into them and then sucked away. So to give you an example, I feel like just yesterday, banks in New Zealand were being readied to handle negative interest rates. Remember that? Yeah. And it was only November last year, the Fed was still using the word transitory on infl- and inflation. And then two months ago, like I was saying, the tech companies could not get hold of people. And now they're awash with tech talent. So this is, I guess, one thing I might leave you with is, it's not my view, but I do wonder if by the end of this year we're actually talking about interest rate cuts. In New Zealand? Potentially globally and potentially in New Zealand. But oh. I'm not saying we'll be cutting rates by the year, but we'll be starting to talk about it. How fascinating would that be? Sam, that's so much to think about. Thank you for that. Sam Dickey of Fisher Funds with potentially a little bit of hope for us there.